now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. You're in the middle of the Sahara. You see a huge awning with a red target pattern. Its surface is so hot you could fry food on it. A drop of water is to hit the center of this target at the speed of light. Theoretically and technically, this experiment is impossible to conduct. But if it happens, then mysterious nothing awaits us. And each version of this nothing will be different. So we'll do three drops. Option 1. It's better to do it from a great height or space. You take off on a jetpack into the stratosphere. You have a bottle of water in your hand. You pour out one drop. Let's say it starts accelerating itself. In this case, even at a low speed, a drop of water will burn up in the protective layers of the atmosphere. In less than a second, the drop will turn to vapor. Let's say our planet had no such protection as the atmosphere. The air resistance would still get rid of the drop. The drop is flying down at a tremendous speed. The cold wind turns it into an icicle. The greater the drop velocity is, the stronger the air resistance is. The drop is moving faster and faster, soon reaching the speed of sound. Then, it just smashes into thousands of small particles. Under such conditions, the drop will never be able to reach the Earth at the speed of light. Nothing happens because nothing gets to the target. The next attempt involves changing the drop. Oxygen, carbon dioxide, ozone, and other gases in the atmosphere destroy any falling object. But what if the drop didn't meet all these obstacles? You change the internal structure of water chemically. So you put your jetpack on again and grab a bottle of water. At the height of the Earth's orbit, you open it and pour out one drop. It accelerates and there's no resistance. It passes through the hottest layers of the atmosphere, but doesn't burn, passing the freezing temperature, but doesn't freeze up. It flies to the ground, developing the speed of light and crashes again, but nothing happens. The drop got the properties of a light particle, a photon. It's only under such condition that it might develop the speed we need. No object with mass, be it a car, a house, a tree, an ant, a single air, a grain of sand, or a molecule, can reach the speed of light. Only light particles are capable of it since they don't have mass. An intangible drop falls into the center of the target, and again, nothing happens. The third option. Scientists found a way to accelerate a drop to the required speed. They also have to change the molecular composition of water, making it more resistant to high and low temperatures. To make the drop reach the speed of light without any damage, you need to place it in a perfect vacuum. No air resistance, no protective layers of the atmosphere. We leave only space and the water. For this purpose, scientists need to build a long pipe. In the center of the Sahara, around the same target, people create a scientific center. From here, the pipe should go up. Its height is approximately the distance to the International Space Station. That's 254 miles, which is about the height of 50 Everest mountains. You can't connect to the ISS itself, as it's moving all the time. It revolves around the Earth, completing one revolution in 90 minutes. 
That's why astrophysicists and engineers should build a small station designed for one person. And this station should move parallel to a single point on the ground. The vacuum tube is made of solid stainless materials so that rain and high temperature couldn't destroy it. Inside, it's an alloy of titanium and graphene, the most durable metal on Earth. The pipe is built horizontally. Then, with the help of several helicopters and cables, it's placed in an upright position and attached to a small space station. The pipe is equipped with small pumps that pump the air out and block its flow inside. The water drop shouldn't touch the walls, so there's a special layer of gravity plates. They push the water away from the pipe surface, using the power of magnetism and sound waves. You put on a jetpack and fly to the station with a bottle of upgraded durable water. Your hands are shaking with excitement. Your breathing sounds loud in the spacesuit. You open the bottle, tilt it slightly, and pour one drop into a special box. Inside this container, the drop gets charged with the energy needed to develop the speed of light. Now it's ready for the journey. You look at the box, close your eyes, and press the start button. The drop flies into the pipe at a great speed. From the powerful blast wave, the entire station is thrown to the side. The drop accelerates, and at this point, the pipe made of the strongest metals on Earth begins to melt like ice cream. There's so much energy in the water now that it would be enough to provide electricity to a small city. And now, the drop reaches the speed of light, which is 186,000 miles per second. The pipe turns to dust. It doesn't matter whether the drop hits the ground or not, because there will be nothing. Literally, all material objects, cars, houses, fields, oceans, computers, planes, ships, flowers, trees, should I go on, will disappear. Intangible things, such as gas, air, radio waves, electromagnetic radiation, billions of terabytes of digital information, all this will also be gone. Boy, are you in trouble. Any sound, shouting, music, the phone ringing, will be impossible to create and hear. The light will disappear, and then there will be complete darkness. But let's rewind time and see exactly what happened right now. It won't work, though, because there's no time either. Imagine time as a stormy river that flows rapidly in one direction. Then this river falls into an endless pit and disappears completely. All this happened because a drop of water crashed into our planet at the speed of light. As soon as a drop begins to approach the needed speed, it loses its properties of water. It's now the most powerful and heaviest object in the universe. The energy that comes from it destroys everything for hundreds of thousands of miles. Concrete, ground, rocks, etc., 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 and on and on and on, everything disappears. In the first second, it all gets shattered into millions of tiny pieces. Then these pieces are torn apart into millions of even smaller particles. The molecules burn up. Imagine a paper map of the world. If you wet it and tear it, it will turn into wet paper scraps. If you burn it, then part of the map will turn to ashes, and the other part will simply fly into the air in the form of smoke. The map will remain, but it will never look the same. But if you destroy the map's molecules, it's safe to say that the map never existed. There's no trace of its existence. The same thing happens to our planet. The energy coming from a drop of water makes the Earth never exist in space. And now the drop exceeds the speed of light. A black hole starts evolving. It expands and absorbs all the space debris. Then the Moon. Soon it will be the turn of Mars and all the other planets in our solar system. The black hole expands and increases the force of gravity inside it. Together with our planet, it absorbs light. It's getting closer and closer to the Sun. Our star splits into strips of light as if it had passed through a huge cosmic shredder. The Sun explodes and spits out an impossible amount of energy. It's believed that black holes appear after the explosion of stars. 
Right now, all the solar energy is being absorbed by our black hole. It's getting pitch black. The light from distant stars falls directly into the supermassive infinity. Meteorites flying within a radius of hundreds of thousands of miles around are also devoured into the unknown. There are many black holes in space, but only one of them was created by a small drop of water. The higher the speed of any object, the heavier it gets. Mass is the amount of energy that an object has. When water molecules reach the speed of light, their mass begins to grow. And there are no limits to this. It becomes infinite. An infinite mass forms a black hole. It absorbs everything, and nobody knows what's inside the black hole. All that remains is darkness and the unimaginable force of gravity. So I'm guessing here that we probably should not be doing this experiment, should we? How about we make a baking soda volcano instead?